Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. This is where we take a look at the big events, reports and releases coming up this week that give insight into the economy and a look back at what happened last week too. I'm Sean Aylmer and every Monday I'm joined for the week ahead by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You'll find him at thekook.com and on Twitter using the handle thekook, T-H-E-K-O-U-K. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Sean. I know you're excited about the week coming up. Before we get there, just let's have a quick look at last week and what went on. Capital expenditure figures, so business investment figures, they weren't too bad. They weren't too bad. They're actually really good. They're for the June quarter. So in a sense, they predated the lockdowns or the severity of the lockdowns that we're now experiencing. But what the businesses were saying to the Bureau of Statistics was that there was about a 4.5% increase in business investment in the quarter. And that was spread across buildings and structures, you know, the traditional way that we look at CapEx. But it was also on a lot of machinery and equipment and IT. So what we saw in the lead up to these latest lockdowns was that the economy was doing well. The business sector was saying, and it was reflected in the NAB business surveys, if you like, they were saying that, look, things are pretty good. They can borrow at very, very low interest rates. They've got the ability to expand. And they were putting that into practice. But what was also really encouraging from the numbers is that they surveyed the business sector to say, well, what are you expecting to invest over the next financial year? And that was a strongly positive number too. So even despite the lockdowns, I think what we're seeing is that the business investment climate, which admittedly was very weak, up until about a year ago, is now coming back very strongly. And of course, business investment is really important to keeping the economy moving. It is. When you think about business investment, it is, well, as I said, buildings and structures. It's building, well, not so much shopping centres right now, but, you know, warehouses and facilities and production plants and those sorts of things, but machinery and equipment. So, you know, the computers on our desks and trucks and all that sort of stuff, and uh, even the uh, IT that goes in to support all of our computing and online work now, that's all business investment. So when businesses aren't investing, you think, well, gee, you know, they're not confident about the future of the economy. They don't have much optimism about the future and turn that on its head like we saw last week. It's a really positive sign. So that was a good news economic story that we saw last week. Yeah, the other thing I thought last week, which was interesting, and it's gone on for about three weeks now, profits have been great. Earnings have been above expectations regularly. Yep. But the outlook statements CEOs and management are really unsure about exactly how things are going right now. Yes, indeed. And again, it's, it's a little bit related to this. If we start the timing of the current lockdowns, just say the 1st of July, for example, because yeah. it was approximately then there was a bit of action in Victoria. New South Wales was just sort of starting its soft lockdown and of course it's got harder since. That firms did really well last year, last financial year to 30 June. That you know, We were spending, they were selling lots of products. And you look at some of the mining companies, the volumes and the prices they were getting were fabulous. Yep. You know, the retailers were doing well, we were getting stuff home delivered and, and consumers were cashed up. They were benefiting from these incredibly low interest rates. And But now when you ask people, what's the outlook for business? And I'm seeing this with a lot of my small business contacts as well as others. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know how this yeah. ending of lockdown is going to go. So while I'm doing okay, I'm just very un clear about whether I'm going to be hiring more people, whether I'm going to be wanting to sort of just get that sort of cash flow that I really want to see to maintain that profit level. Well, that's last week. In a moment, I'll be back with Stephen Gakoulis to talk about what's coming up this week. I'm with economist Stephen Kukoulis, aka The Cook. Stephen, GDP week, that must be about as good as it gets for an economist every quarter. <laughs> Four times a year, yes, and these are the June quarter GDP numbers that are coming out. And 
we've had a few of the building blocks. You know, we know that GDP is C, consumption, plus I, investment, plus government spending, plus exports minus imports. And we've got snippets of all of those indicators that have come through. And I think the general consensus of economists is it's going to be a softish number, you know, around about 0.3, 0.4 growth, which, of course, after the stellar numbers that we saw from the recovery a few quarters ago, is a bit weaker. And that's despite the capex that we were just talking about. But we know that net exports, exports minus imports, is actually quite weak. And that sounds odd when we've got these trade surpluses, but that capex is very heavily concentrated in import volumes. So we don't make any cars or much machinery. So that good news on CapEx is sort of diluted by a negative from imports. So that said, the economy is going to be growing a bit more. The year-on-year figure will be about 9%, but that'll be distorted by what happened a year ago, of course. But a good number, probably broadly consistent with what the RBA and Treasury are thinking. But of course, that's probably going to be discussed in the context that we know September quarter is going to be big negative as these lockdowns start to impact on the data. So is there a chance that we would have a double dip recession as defined by two negative quarters, which we know we're having one in September? There is. Well, in fact, I read a lot of the uh, bank reports from the economics department. So my mates at Citi, they're actually saying that the June quarter could be negative, that they've got a an assumption of a slightly weaker government spending number, which we don't currently have before us. And household consumption of services, they're saying, could be a bit weaker. And if that's correct, well, they've got a minus 0.1 for the June quarter. You know, we know September quarter is negative. That's a given. Whether it's minus two or three or four is really the only thing we're debating now. But for the June quarter, you know, if it comes out as a small negative later this week, then, of course, that discussion of a recession will be there. And, of course, it will be, you know, a blow to sentiment. You know, we don't want a recession. (laughs) They're not good things. And, you know, even if we statistically avoid one, it's probably better than statistically having one. It probably doesn't help Scott Morrison and the coalition, which, of course, needs to have an election at some point in the next nine or ten months. Yes, that's getting close. And you know, economic management is always the really important, one of the really important issues in an election campaign. You know, it's the economy stupid. I think that was, uh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, was that Bill Clinton? Or, I can't remember who it was that coined that phrase. But while well, the vaccinations and things are going to be an important voter driver, if you like, it's the economy that does come down. You know, have I got a job? my wages going up, what's happening to my tax policy settings and these sorts of things that will come into play. And, you know, of course, Mr. Morrison would love a stronger economy. And and that's why until this next wave of COVID came along in New South Wales, all the betting was on that he'd be going to the polls in about October this year because the economy was doing really well. Now, of course, GDP comes out, but there are other bits of data around. House prices will be interesting, so two building approvals. Yes, the housing cycle's still doing well. The house price numbers from CoreLogic will probably show, we've got a lot of the information in already, but they'll probably show that for the month of August, house prices rose by about 1.3%, give or take. A little bit slower, but still a pretty hefty increase. If you get 1.3 per month. That's about 15% annualised. Yes, correct. It's just not the 2% that we saw three or four months ago. Uh, But yeah, so there's not really any evidence that the housing price cycle is cooling off. Again, the numbers might be a little bit distorted by the lockdowns, but nonetheless, there's housing auction clearance rates are still strong. There's not much supply of property on the market. So the price dynamics are still buoyant. Building approvals, on the other hand, you know, we've had an ending of the home builder subsidies that were predominant. They finished, what, a few months ago now, and already we've seen the number of new building approvals starting to trend lower. Another negative is highly likely because what the home builder program meant was a lot of construction was brought forward. 
that's in the earlier numbers, and so now we're probably going to have a softer number. Well, I hope so because I'm actually about to start renovating and I don't want to be renovating <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a building boom. Well, that's the other thing. We're also hearing that the supply of a lot of materials is pretty constrained now that those bottlenecks have occurred and if you're needing timber and plastic pipes, apparently there are not that many around. Uh, thanks, Stephen. I think let's Sorry just leave that, it at Sean. that. Yep, right Just up. pay up. Just pay up. <laughs> enjoy your week. Enjoy the GDP. <laughs> thanks, mate. I will. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. <laughs> 